Hi, we are Mel and Josie, and we're here to tell you that no matter how much it feels like, you are screwing up every single part of your goddamn life. Actually, you're doing great, sweetie. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How's things? Oh, you know, like chaotic at best, mildly depressing at worst. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> I was in a meeting yesterday and my colleague, Sean, you you know Sean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he goes, how are you? And I was like, I'm fine. And he kind of paused and he's like, oh, it's just that I feel like everyone's either a 7.5 or a 2 right now. <laughs> I'm like, that is so true. Yeah, either so 7.5 true. or 2 and you can flip from one to the other. I was thinking daily, but honestly, on the hour you can flip, oh, I feel, the hour, at the definitely. moment. <laughs> like I woke up and was a 2 because mm. I – Woke up at five when Tom got up for work and then I went back to sleep. Mm. Always a mistake. I should just, I know. in a perfect world, I would just create this heavenly sort of Giselle Bunchen style, <laughs> like day on a plate oh, energy yeah. <laughs> where I would get up at five and do my yoga yes. by the sun, you know, or whatever. And then I would eat like a bowl of activated chia seeds. Chia seeds. <laughs> activated chia seeds. <laughs> and then I would, you know, like brush my hair 100 times for mm-hmm. hair growth purposes, you know, and all this shit and just have this beautiful little morning routine. But the reality is what happens is I wake up at five, mm. I scroll on my phone, like doom scrolling for like an hour. <laughs> then I finally go back to sleep when there's literally nothing else to look at. And yeah. then I wake up and I don't want to get out of bed at like 8.45. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm lying in bed and I do the like, hi, on Slack at <laughs> <laughs> But then I'm, like, lying in bed until literally the minute before nine. Oh, it's actual hell. No, I kind of do the same. I actually noticed that you were online, like, you messaged me earlier this morning. Yes. Because Rosa woke me up at 3.30. And then I don't know if she did or I just woke up by myself an hour later at quarter to five. And I was just like, why? And I wanted to work, do my boot camp at 6.15, I was like, well, this isn't going to happen now. Mm. Really, I could have got up at 5 and just like hung out and then done the boot camp and I would have been really awake. Instead, I decided to go back to sleep and, yeah, ended up feeling like shit because I feel like you don't get good quality sleep then when you go back to sleep because it's like not a deep sleep. Yeah. you just feel like hell. But it just it feels so hard, especially when it's still a bit cold, to get up at 5 o'clock when it's dark. That one day that it was warm. I know. One day I was like up, I got up, and I was like I'm all in, I'm going for a a run. Yeah. Went for a run. And I got back and then I was, like, loving myself. So I did an Instagram post about the running, which I'm very aware. Like, <laughs> even as I was doing it, I was like, you are such a cliche. You are that girl that goes for, like, two runs in a week and then decides that she's transformed her life <laughs> and needs to tell everybody about it with the sweaty face and yeah. the makeup. And I'm like, why are you this? But, but I actually am finding running. I'm trying really hard. I felt like yesterday I really didn't want to go for a run. Mm. And then I was like, this is it. This is the tipping point. This is like after three runs, then I have this tipping point back down to where I just don't run anymore and I hate it. But I was like, no, you've got to do it. And 
I'm learning that the better way to do it, if anyone else struggles with running, is find the flattest fucking ground. Yes. Downhill if you can. Yeah. Downhill. <laughs> and use that as like yeah. momentum. No fucking hills. Whatsoever. No, and everywhere. And I'm talking even the tiniest of hills. Like like tiniest near, incline. Yes, the hurts. tiniest. That's the worst one, a tiny incline, because it just goes forever. And yeah. you're like, why am I struggling? Oh, because I've just been slowly, incrementally going up a mountain un- yes. unknowingly. So yeah, I, I find the flat ground is better. Um, and yeah, I'm hoping to continue that, but only running downhill <laughs> or on flat ground. Um, but yeah, it did help, but yes, it has actually been helping my mental health a lot. Like I do, I am finding as shit as it is, fitness helps mm. your mental health. And mm-hmm. I hate that it does because I hate doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the same. I've become like, even when we record this at lunch, which annoyingly means there's a man on a have you did you just hear that a no. guy on a motorbike just going up and down the alleyway behind my house like he's clearly <laughs> looking for, for something oh. I'm like, <laughs> can you just check google maps and stop driving around yeah. when i am recording a podcast you fuck with um yes every lunch i must go out and go for a walk i've also started running mm-hmm. this is not sponsored by nike run club but i've been using nike run club so have i and it's so <laughs> encouraging and i really like oh him God, coach they're so bennett nice. they're just the nicest coaches they're just so supportive and <laughs> lovely are. and like that american like you can do it you are a Fuck, no, he doesn't say fuck. He says, you're a badass. I am a badass. As you like like plod along. (laughs) I'm plodding. And then I actually got home yesterday and it was actually a few hours later and my boss, who's on annual leave, texts me and she was like, I just saw you running. I kind of for a second thought she meant like on my Apple Watch she saw I went for a run, but we're not connected on our Apple Watches. Yeah. But she actually drove past me. <laughs> She's oh. like, just saw you running, looking good. And I was like, oh, my God, how embarrassing. Like oh I run gosh. like a small elephant. This and is also why. my fake tan went kind of orange because oh. my arms went red when oh, I was running. Yeah. And I looked down when I was Offsetting. waiting at the lights and I was like, oh, my God, I look like <laughs> tendery chicken or something. I was a strange <laughs> colour. This is why I hate running though, because this is the thing is you have to go like like I need what I need to do is go to a park, like a centennial centennial park and do it there. Because even if you see people, there's so many people. So many people. Everyone's in the the zone as well. No one can't look the dumbest. There's all types. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's all types there. Statistically, I will not be the worst runner there. No, there's always (laughs) someone kind of plodding along, dragging their feet, and you're like if he can do it and he's out here doing that proudly, then I yeah. don't need to be self-conscious. But when you're just you on the street, there's always someone zips past someone you. fucking sees you and it's always and the someone worst. someone sees you. <gasps> and you're like, I don't want anyone looking at me right now. This is why I don't go to gyms because I do not want don't a look at me. soul look away, if looking anything. <laughs> at this embarrassing creature just <laughs> shuffling down the path, breathing. And I breathe like this, like, <sighs> <sighs> like I am that person. And I just don't want anyone to see it. I just want to do it privately. I wish I could a little spell and I could just make myself invisible to go for yes. a run. Be the best. Invisibility um, tights. Speaking of um, beating people, which is not mm. what you were talking about, but what I was thinking when you were mm. saying that someone was worse than you at Centennial Park. Yes. Right? I got sent this insane exercise bike. Oh, yeah. trial. And it is in the vibes of Peloton. It's called Nordic Track, but it's, yeah. it's the similar vibe of like 
a bike that also gives you like kind of personal training while you're yeah. on the bike. And I was like, okay, I'm in lockdown. I have nothing else to do. I'm just going to give this a crack. And I fucking love it. Again, not <laughs> sponsored. I just, I love it. I Would I buy it myself? Probably not. It's like $4,000. Oh, but if Christ. I was rich, I definitely would. Yeah. <laughs> or if I was really into spin, I guess I would. But yeah, like it's so good because- it's got these like tours so you're going on essentially a tour of a place so yeah i'm biking so you basically you started off right and then there's this man that's just like sitting on a bike or it could be a woman but the one i did was a man and we're in barbados of all places oh wow how nice for you it was so nice and it's like this big lcd screen and he's like hey we're just gonna go on a tour of barbados and then it's an interval training thing right right but yeah He's like cruising along and he's telling me about the history of Barbados and he's like pointing to things and oh the camera God. pans and you see the history. And I'm I like, love I that. love history. So <laughs> I was like, I'm having a great time. And then and then he'll be like, all right, three, two. And then it'll turn into, a, you know, American energy Train voice like man, we love, yeah. like we love. And he's like, okay, three, two, one. You've got 90 seconds of power. Get ready. We're going to do this, guys. And I'm like, yeah, we are fucking going to do this, Bob. We're going to fucking do this. And then I'm going to see some more Barbados history after that. As a and treat. It's so good. And then, but then also there's a whole, every single person that has logged on at the same time as you in the world mm. comes up on the side, right? Right. They're so shit, Josie. They're so bad. I started at like 10,652. I ended at like 4,700. And I was like, I beat so many fucking people here. (laughs) I'm amazing. (laughs) I love the sound of that. Yeah. History and like a light bit of healthy competition with shit anonymous people. Exactly. That's what I need. That's all I need in my life. But (laughs) anyway, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get it. (laughs) <laughs> but a million dollars like if you, if you do have a million dollars it's worth getting yeah if any of our listeners are millionaires out there good for you for starters and if you want a zesty little exercise tip buy a four thousand dollar nordic track do it for us <laughs> since we can't <laughs> enjoy your barbados tour <laughs> enjoy and your nice like spin butt that you get yeah oh god the dream right mm. anyway mm. Not, we're not even talking about exercise today. That's no, like it's a not an minute. exercise theme one at all. But <laughs> the crux of it is it's doing wonders for our mental health in lockdown. Mm-hmm. We're not good at it, but we're trying. We're not good at the, it. The motto of this show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it should be renamed. We're not good at it, but we're trying. <laughs> exactly. Um, what are we talking about today, Mel? Well, so obviously last week we had Laura Henshaw on, but that was actually mm. meant to be for this week. Because we were going to do a back-to-back <laughs> set around friendship. Um, mm. And then we were like, we both just had sort of mild breakdowns, as you love to do in lockdown. We both love to do that. Yeah. And uh, it was too hard to record. <laughs> and then we just pushed Laura forward and decided, fuck it, we can just have a series of two episodes that go over two weeks with a break in between. Yeah. Essentially. I feel like people listening don't mind having a little mm. friendship break with Laura in between. Um, but we thought because the first one was about making friends and that was like a warm, fuzzy episode, mm. we thought we'd just be real downers. And just, <laughs> <laughs> just make you really talk about sad. Losing friends. Yes. The flip is, side. Honestly, I've had friend breakups that are worse mm. than real breakups. 
like way worse than real breakups, I reckon. Yes, so have I. It, it can be hard and you grieve them, I think, like you would grieve an, a romantic breakup because it's still a big part of your big part of your life. But I think they're also a very normal and natural part of life. So I think that it's good that we're talking about them because we've all been through them. Yeah. But I think upon reflection, sometimes it can be for the best. I do too. And I think I definitely had this period of my life for a long time, I think, where I really felt like a friend not wanting to be my friend anymore was said something of me but Mm. it doesn't no it actually just says something and it doesn't even say something of them in a negative way necessarily it just can be that in life you grow apart or somebody Mm -hmm. grows in a different direction or you know your values don't align anymore or whatever it is in the same way of breakups like breakups a lot of the time no one is necessarily like the bad guy or um, the person that has a problem. It's just that these two people don't fit together anymore and it ends. And mm. I think, but I had this really, I basically had this year of people like mass exodusing my life. And it was like really alarming. Yeah, <laughs> that of, can be tough when it's like a lot at once. Yeah. And I think that's, I really looked at myself, but I actually think in hindsight, and look, who knows? If those people are listening, I don't think they are. But, <laughs> hey, by all means, come tell me why you stopped being my friend if you want to. But I basically had off across different areas. So I had a group of friends mm. and we were very fast friends, which I think often and in hindsight now, I think when you make those fast friends, mm. it's still good, like it's fine, great, you found someone that's really fun, you want to hang out with them all the time. But don't make the assumption that you have built that foundation of friendship that you can have those hard conversations because Mm. I think that's what happened with us was that we had come together and it was a real party energy. We would go out a lot together, me and this group of friends. We would do a lot of, like, group hangs. We had a big group chat, you know, one of those things. It was just really fast and quick and then they became, like, very much my closest friends in within months. And where it all went to shit was that I started sleeping with this guy. I'd gone through a horrible breakup. Mm. I had self-esteem in the gutter and I was sleeping with this really hot but really toxic guy. Oh, yes. I think I know the one. Yes. And and it was fun but I think my intentions, like why I was doing it, were all rooted in low self-esteem. Like Mm. it – in height, like it could have been fun if I was in a good place. Like I'm all for casual sex and stuff, but at that point in my life, I just kept going back to this piece of trash who would just like I'm hope he's not a piece of trash now. I don't want to call him a piece of trash. Now, that's <laughs> not fair. But you know, at the time, he would talk about other girls in front of me. Like we mm. he would literally be in his bed, and he would be talking about like some other girl that I oh knew through a friend of a friend and how hot she was. And I'm like, yuck! Like, and you know what I mean? But I just kept going yeah. back. Even he though- was literally the opposite of what you needed at that time. A hundred percent. He was just yes. making your self esteem worse and worse. Yes, exactly. But I mentioned something to them. We were at a dinner, and I said something like, "I hooked up with him again." And I got this, like, unanimous, like, yuck reaction. And I felt really Mm. judged. And at the time, look, to be fair, I was obviously going through some shit and I don't think that it would have impacted me as much 
had I been stronger as a person, but I was like so humiliated by the reaction. And I felt like they were all judging me for having casual sex. And then they were like just talking at length about how shit he was and like all this stuff. And then I got angry and I was like, hey, like, and I walked out of dinner, which is very immature, but we hadn't actually ordered. And I like to think <laughs> that made it okay. <laughs> And I've always stood on this. Have, they didn't have to pay for your <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> I've always stood on this my whole life that it's okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, like essentially uh, we yeah had this big fight and we all like they just stopped being friends with me. And I did try and like kind of apologize and, and get it back. But I think that I had essentially brought in an argument, a, a friendship that wasn't strong enough to withstand yeah. an argument. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was maybe like you needed something from them which was a bit deeper than what they were willing to offer. Like yeah. you just, you were obviously going through something really tough and that was too much pressure for like the house of cards that your friendship was built on because it was a, one of those hard, fast friendships where you're like okay this feels real this is great I'm hanging with these girls all the time this is definitely the same level as that chick I've known for five years I'm gonna tell them everything and then they're like whoa (laughs) yeah it was kind of almost like it wasn't yeah it wasn't strong enough to handle that like it wasn't the right like you know if I did if I had that fight with say you I'm sure we Mm. could like repair things because we have that, like, we've known each other longer. We have a lot more yep. of things that, you know, rely on our friendship in a way as well. Yeah. You know, we you want to work have those it. conversations. Yeah. So there's a precedent. So it would be strange if I reacted that way if you came yeah. and told me that story. Not that you would because you have a boyfriend. <laughs> so <laughs> we would if you if you're like, I hooked up with blah, blah again. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, yeah. And I think also... But, yeah, so that happened and then literally shortly after that I had another friend from a different group, like, start to ghost me and that's what threw me because I think with the first group, you know, kind of opting out of the friendship, I could have put that down to, okay, well, you know, they don't want to hang out with me anyway. They they don't want to repair the friendship and that's fine, you know. Mm. But then when I had a completely different friend disconnected from that, also choosing not to be my friend I was like what the fuck is happening like is this me and then I had a different friend again later in the year just like basically she was overseas for a long time and to be fair I do find when people go overseas I'm really bad at staying in touch like I just I don't really do zoom things and like we'll sort of message on Instagram every now and then but I'm definitely not like a let's chat at 11 a.m on Saturday or whatever yes (laughs) it can be hard yeah yeah and so I like I would definitely say that I did not put a lot of effort into like maintaining that friendship but when she came back I was like oh let's hang out like can't believe you're back and then she just like never really spoke to me again Mm. (laughs) so it was a lot of friends at once from different parts of my life disappearing and I really had to go fuck is this me because I do think sometimes when friends leave you it is good to actually do a little bit of self-awareness and yes is this me because like Sometimes we can't see our own kind of Oh, of course not. shittiness, I guess. No, we I mean, it's our I guess, no, I don't want to say ego, but we don't always have the best self-awareness and can't see ourselves objectively. I think that is quite a skill. Yes. But I think I think the key is to not knee jerk into it's me. 
Yes. Sometimes it is. I think sometimes it can be something, you know, you say even with that third example that maybe you dropped the ball a little bit with contacting her when she was away and maybe she, while she was away, was like, fine, fuck you then, (laughs) which is a pretty shitty, like, just to cut you off is pretty shitty. But, you know, maybe that was a little of you. But the others, it sounds like it wasn't so much. And I don't think it's always one or the other. I think it can Mm. be a little column A, a little column B. But I think as people, we immediately go, it's me, what did I do? I did something wrong. Yes. I, I had a situation like that, actually, where I thought, oh, my God, it's me what have I done? I kept trying, trying. And then when I took a step back and like reviewed the situation, I had like a, like a light bulb moment of realizing why this girl had kind of not wanted to hang out anymore. I actually mentioned her in the last episode that we did because she was my first kind of friend when I moved to Sydney that was my age. I used to work with her and she was really fun and like really nice and inclusive and And so, like, she would invite me to, like, hang out with her and her boyfriend, who was nice, but they had a kind of weird relationship where they would fight and, like, break up but, like, still keep living in the same house. Not only the same house, they'd still stay in the same bed. And I'm like, you're not really broken up if you guys are sleeping. I hate everything that you're just telling me, right? (laughs) Sleeping in the same bed together. Anyway, one night we went out for dinner, me and her and him and my housemate. And it was just around the corner from my place and had dinner. Everything seemed fine. Me and my housemate were like, yeah, we've just downloaded illegally the latest episode of Supernatural. We're going to oh, go and watch God. it. What a 2010 uh, thing to say. Such a t- it, was, it was literally <laughs> 2008, I think. It was before I met Julian. So it would have been 2008. And we're like, let's fucking go. And so we like raced home. And then her boyfriend sent me a message, like a dirty message. Like <gasps> he wanted to up with me or something oh I was like god. what the fuck oh my god oh my god I hate that yes oh, anyway it was this whole weird thing and like she ended up she kind of like they were in a weird place so she was like he's just confused right now and kind of took his side and I was like okay whatever anyway she ended up breaking up with him and I caught up with her a few times but we'd stopped working together years like we didn't mm. work together even when he sent that message we stopped yeah. working together but we'd still catch up and we moved to different areas of Sydney like I think I was in the east by then and yeah we're just kind of drifting apart and then she ended up she was dating this other guy who was really lovely and she just kept ghosting me every time I tried to hang out with her it was just like yeah we should catch up and then like she just like wouldn't follow up on it or would like back out of the plans mm. and I'm like what have I done like you know I don't know what I'd done and then I thought, hang on, she's got this new boyfriend who she's obsessed with and she mm. just doesn't want that to happen again, that yeah, whole thing. And that that wasn't my it. fault. No. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. And she took his side, which I thought was a bit shitty at the time. But, mm. you know, they've been together for a long time and they were having weird issues. Um, and it wasn't like we're in a fight, but she was very much defending him and not being like, are you okay? Because that's a bit creepy. Mm. Um, she was very much just like, you know, I don't care about it. Like, I'm fine with it. And I just think, and I, I don't know, I never spoke to her about it and we did kind of drift apart in the end, but I definitely think that she just was protecting her new relationship and didn't mm. want that to happen again because it was a shitty, gross thing. And I went, hang on, it's not me and it's not always me. It's something about her. It's like a reservation she has. And like you said, connecting it to another awful, weird thing that happened yeah. in her past relationship. So she's just like protecting that. Which yeah. sucked because I'm like, 
well, that wasn't my fault the first time. It's not like I flirted with him or anything. Yeah, um, and it's easy to like then feel to blame, which is fucked up. Yeah. So I was just like, no, I wash my hands of that. Yeah, good. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's it. Like I definitely find it's these, you know, kind of decisions that the other person makes, like when they're the one that is ending the friendship, Mm. that are entirely to do with their life and not your life. Like, Mm. you know, it's I do think potentially like in that period that like I – maybe I changed a little, like, you know, we change through our whole lives. Mm -hmm. Like we change, you know, in what we want out of life, in what we're doing. Um, You know, you just wonder like, well, potentially something about my life changed that then made it incompatible with their life and what they enjoyed Mm -hmm. being around. And like, that's not always a negative thing. Like, it's not like you're always like, you know, it's not like a lifetime movie where you like fall in with a bad crowd and then you like yeah. become a different person and your best friend is like, she's not the same person anymore. You know, she does the yeah. marijuanas or whatever. And, you know, <laughs> it's not always like that. It's just like little, the littlest of things. Like, and I also think sometimes this is going to sound so bad. It's going to sound so like up my own ass. And I don't mm. think that this necessarily happens all the time. And I definitely will 100% hand on heart say I probably have friends that have just said, I don't want to be friends with Mel anymore because she's fucking annoying, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but I do sometimes think like, you know, when you're kicking goals in mm-hmm. life in some way, like it could just be like you meet like you meet your partner or you have a kid or you, you know, are killing it at work or you start a business and it's thriving and you seem to lose friends around the same time. Mm. I swear mm-hmm. to God, that's a thing. <laughs> and I get it because if when I'm in places, like even at the moment, like I'm in a place where, you know, I've been trying to fucking sell my book for, I don't <laughs> even know. It feels like it's been 84 years at this point, doesn't it? It feels like 84 <laughs> yes. years. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's in an okay-ish place at the moment, but like it's definitely continuing to just feel like I'm in limbo land. And I, every fucking person is getting a book deal right Mm -hmm. now. I have Mm -hmm. not, there is not a person in, I feel like I am the only person who hasn't got a book deal at this point Mm. and everybody else has. And it can be really, (laughs) really easy to then feel like, because that is hard for you. Like for me, there's a lot of investment that goes into that. So Mm. when I see somebody else seemingly, inverted commas, fall into it, you know, yes. even yeah. though I know it's a lot of hard work and they probably have, but sometimes you do actually just fucking fall into good shit. Like it's great. Yeah. Congratulations. But also I'm not actually happy for you. <laughs> I'm really unhappy for you because I'm unhappy with myself. And then that's yeah. the whole crux of it. And like, it mm. would be, it, I, I think if I, you know, weren't, I'm, I am self-aware to a fault. Like if anything, I analyze myself too much, but like in that scenario, it probably helps because I've felt those icky feelings where I'm like, oh, I don't want to be around you because you're so fucking successful and I'm so fucking yeah. unsuccessful right now. <laughs> but you push through it, you know? And yeah. I think that can be with kids, like it can be with partners. Like, fuck, the amount of times as a sing- when I was single, mm. friends of mine that were single would get partners and I would just feel this, like, desire to pull completely away from them because yeah. I didn't – I was so jealous and I was so – angry that the world had shifted for them and yeah. it hadn't for me yeah you know? 
It's so you needed some time out almost. Yeah, so I think so. And, and it's hard for people to talk about that. It's actually really mm. hard for them to be honest and say, I don't want to hang out with you because you make me feel shit about my shoe life. Yeah, know? so I just, I need a minute. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should start just saying that. Yeah, maybe we should be honest. But, yeah, I definitely think that that is true and that happens. And it can also be like if you're like two single girls and you're like your whole friendship is based on being single, mm-hmm. dating people, complaining about those people, breaking up with the, those people, th- repeat, rinse, repeat, and then yep. one of you actually gets a serious boyfriend and everything's good. I mean, it's not always good, but it becomes a very different experience that mm-hmm. you're leading. It can then just be like, oh, wait, a whole friendship was based on <laughs> on being single gals and talking about men and relationships. Yeah. And then you, you haven't got that other basis where you've, talked about other things so you just kind of drift naturally yeah the other night I was talking to one of my friends um (laughs) who hasn't left you (laughs) who hasn't left me um broken up with me rudely and never wanted to talk to me again um I was talking to two of them actually on zoom Maddie and Brie you know them as well Mm -hmm. uh they were work friends and they I still work with them in different place but we are obviously actual friends in inverted commas now (laughs) my friend Erin was listening to that episode was like she messaged me and was like, fuck, actual friends. I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> um, anyway, Bree said, we're talking about friendship and people coming and going. Mm. And she said one of her friends has a saying or repeated a saying that was friends are in your life. Oh, friends are there for a reason, a season or a lifetime, mm. which I thought was really it's very like a live, lot of live, sense. laugh, love, but at the same time. It is, but it makes it so much sense. It actually makes sense, yeah. Because some of them are contextual. It's like we're single, let's yes. go out and party. Yes. Or we both work at this place, it sucks, so we're banding together because it's like a pressure cooker situation. We're, we're relying on each other quite heavily with some like heavy stuff we're going through. But then one of us leaves the job or we the magazine closes. I wonder yeah. who I'm talking about here. The magazine <laughs> closes and then we go into different things and we don't need each other anymore. But that didn't happen to me and Brie and Maddie because that's what yeah. where we became friends. And it was like sometimes it's strong enough to keep going. And then yeah. you're like, oh, wow, you've become the like the lifetime box. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like and it's okay. It's okay if it's just a friend that was just your friend because you were party friends. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's like you, It's like with that girl that didn't want to talk to me anymore, I washed my hands of it, but not in a way of I was mad with her. Mm. I just accepted that it was kind of done. I, I mm. mentally thanked her and I thanked that friendship because it was so important for me. I guess she was a season friend. She yes. was the season of me moving to Sydney and not having any friends of my age, new friends of my age. Um so she was there for that and then she was gone and that's okay and I was at peace with that. I, I yeah. didn't let it, like I didn't lose sleep over it. Yeah. And I think that's the key to go, okay, you were there for that purpose or that that amount of time. If it's a lifetime friend <laughs> that stops talking to you, I think that's when there's like, you know, like you were saying with us, if one of us ghosted the other one or stopped talking, then it would be very alarming. And yes. I think I thought this girl was a really that, good mate. But she wasn't, yeah. And then I had to go, oh, wait, no, that's okay. She just yeah. doesn't want to do that anymore. It's not me. I can move on from it. I can let it go. Yeah. And it took me a while to get to that place because I would always take it quite personally. Oh, God, I think we all do. And I think yeah. it's, it's just really hard not to because 
really what is a friendship? It's two people that hang out together because they like each other. So Mm. if one of them doesn't want to hang out with you anymore, (laughs) you immediately go, oh, they don't like me, which is true. Yes. Sorry, but it's true. (laughs) It is, yeah. (laughs) And then you're like, why don't you like me? Yeah. (laughs) What's wrong with me? I'm amazing. I want to hang with you. (laughs) I'm so much fun. But also this is the thing, like you said, washing your hands of it, super important because I went through – some big time chasing and chasing and chasing mm-hmm. and asking, yeah. what have I done wrong? Like when people, like when that friend, when the friend that just disappeared on me, like started to ghost me to not the first group of friends where I really did, I, I messaged and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, is there anything, you know, I'm really sorry. I really want to repair this friendship. And it just kind of like, they didn't really want to. And then when the friend was ghosting me, I really, really pushed for an answer because she wasn't even giving me an answer. Mm. At least I knew kind of why the first group mm. had stopped wanting to be my friend. With the second girl, it wasn't as clear as to why. And I was really looking for a reason. Mm. And then she just wouldn't really give it to me. And then I kind of got to this point where I went, wait, like, she doesn't owe me a reason. But I also don't need one to mm. c- create the closure there. And I, all of this, whenever I talk about this, I'm like, oh, my God, this is just dating, isn't it? Like, it's, <laughs> it's the so same easy. fucking thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, no one, you don't need, you do not need someone to tell you why they don't want to hang out with you to get mm. that closure. I think that's like the most important thing I would say from going through all my shit is like, it's actually like you said about you making that decision. I am now letting that go. I'm closing mm. the door on that. That's fine. I don't hate you. I mm, have no, no issue ill with will. you. Yeah. I'm sad about that ending. I don't want to talk about that in a second because some, like, I still think about some of the friends that have left me and I'm so sad that we're not friends anymore. But you have mm. to just go, you know what? Like, I can't make you be my friend. Just like you yes. can't make someone be in love with you and you can't make someone stay and work yep. through the shit with you. Like, you have to just go, I've done all I can do. Yep. I've asked what I've how I've may yeah. have hurt them. I've sought an, an, a, a thing to, you know, because I do think it's good to say, hey, has something happened? Can I get I some think, feedback? Yeah. <laughs> Can I get some feedback here on why I didn't get this job as your friend? <laughs> yeah. You know, like I think, I think it's good to know because sometimes it can be really hard for people to talk about it. And, like, maybe you made a comment that you didn't even realise was yes. fucking rude or, like, maybe – you know, they were going through a heart. Like, you know, I'm, a, for example, perfect example, I'm a fucking terrible listener. Like, I try really <laughs> hard, but it's forever going to be my, like, ultimate life hustle will be to become a good listener because I just love talking about myself. And I really, I mean, three podcasts, I feel like it's pretty obvious, you know, <laughs> just like talking about myself a lot. And I like telling stories and I get excited if I've got a story and then I can't help myself and I jump in too early and then I cut off someone else's story. And Anyway, so I'm very aware this is my problem and I I really work, I've been working very hard over the last few years, especially to be better and not be like Mel. It's not always about you. It's not the Mel show all the time. Um, (laughs) But, you know, like stuff like that where you could interrupt and it's just the the straw that breaks the camel's back and you don't even realise and then, you know, you don't even want to be that person. So you'd be like, fuck, I'm so sorry. Like, that's fucked. I agree. Like, I'm going to make a conscious effort not to, you know, be that person. Um, Yeah, it can be a real thing. It's just but once you ask it, 
that's it. Like if they if they don't want to tell you, that's mm-hmm. the, on them. That's not you. Yeah. Like you did everything you could. Walk away. Wash your hands of it. Go apply for the friend job of someone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. What about on the flip side? Yes. Have you ended friendships? Oh, fuck. That's a good one because I wasn't even mm. thinking about that. <laughs> you were um, playing the victim in this episode, Mel, but what, have you ever... <laughs> You're playing the victim, but here's your dark side. Do you know what I have? I have I have changed a friendship. I'm still friends with the person, but I really pulled back and put up a boundary. Mm. So there's that. Um, and that was because I'd had several instances where she had sort of um, really impacted my life in this negative way. Like she would like often like if I got a boyfriend she would criticize them because she was Mm. obviously like very she definitely was like broken she had her own shit going on but it it became it got to this point where I was like okay you're criticizing my partner in a very like found early baby stages where I'm really influenced by what my friends say and then Mm. you know she would say weird shit to my friends sometimes and try to like divide them Mm. from me and things and I was like okay this is getting to a point where you're actually not healthy to be in my life yeah. And I don't want to completely lose you because I don't think that you're actually aware. Like, I think that you have a lot of shit going on and there's a good part of you, but I just had to, like, almost put her at an arm's length kind of and I've yeah. kept her there ever since. What about you? Um, I think I'm more like, oof, Julian once called me ruthless <laughs> because I got fed up with people who were flakes. Yeah. Because I realise that my time is precious mm. and I am a very good friend and mm. that's now me blowing my own horn and <laughs> yes. sounding like I'm up my ass. but I think I'm a very good friend. I'm very loyal. I am a good listener. I'm also a good talker, so I give good advice mm, once I've do. listened. So I know, wonder why you have three podcasts. Oh, yes, yeah. this is why it works. This is why yeah. it works. So I'm like, no, I like started to, I think it came after that fr- that friend that I've been talking about. I started to really be like, no, I'm a good friend and I deserve the same level of friendship from yeah. others. Is that so much to ask, basically? So I just was like, no, my time's precious. If you're not putting into this what I'm going to put into it, then- mm. Fuck yeah. Like I don't have time for that. So people yeah. that started to become flaky, I just it, it wasn't like I pulled away from people just unprovoked. It was like if people were being flaky with me and me, I was just like, I can't I I will be flaky back at you. We yeah. can just flake we'll just flake each other out of this friendship. Yeah. Like I, I can match this because yeah. they were I just I got sick of putting in all the effort with people that were like flaky or drifty or yeah. And I think it was because of that girl. I was like, no, like I deserve more yeah. than that when I haven't done anything wrong. And there's all these friends that I want to see and I only mm. have seven days a week and like I'm working for five of them. So I've really mm-hmm. got two days <laughs> here to like, and those people deserve my time, the people that are there for me. Um, yeah, I think that is where I've been. And Julian says it's pretty brutal sometimes because I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I don't really talk to her anymore. <laughs> Like, to be fair, like it's why? not like, you... I'm like, well, she didn't really talk to me. It was like. Yeah. <laughs> like you are just matching the energy. Yes. And I feel like if somebody, like if you were doing that to me, I would then, if I wanted to stay friends with you, like 
really go, hey, are you free? When are you free? Like something seems off. Do you want to hang out this Saturday or whatever? And you'd probably be like, okay, well, they're making the effort. So I'm going to yes. hang out with them. And then yeah. friendship revived. <laughs> you friendship <know>? but, revived. <laughs> but I get it because I'd also think as shit as it is, and I know that I say this like in in that gray zone, not black. It's not this black and white, but flakiness is such a sign of someone not really wanting to hang out with you and it's mm. almost like they feel obligated to and then you're all just obligationary trying yeah. to catch up and it's like why we have too much shit going on as is like exactly you know and so I think yep. you know and that's not always the case like I definitely have had times where I'm like I'm so depleted I can't do another yes. thing or like I've overloaded this weekend or whatever. But I think when but it's then consistent. It's, yeah. And it's just about honesty. It's like last week when I couldn't, like yeah. I said to you, I cannot, like I have to take something off my plate. It was yeah. Monday and I was already at a very bad level. I was level two and declining yeah. on Sean's scale. Yeah. <laughs> How are you today? <laughs> and I just said to you, I wasn't just going to be like, hey, Mel, I can't record today. Like you deserve more than that so I was like I can't for these reasons and I can be honest with you because you're yeah. my friend and I knew you'd understand not be like yeah. oh, Josie what a flake you'd be like yeah. oh shit is she okay we ended up going for a walk which was like a nice yeah. thing where we'll just yeah. like went for a walk and talked about stuff that had been going on and that yeah. is like a true friend thing to do like yeah if the person has reasons then fine it's fine to be flaky if you're going through something yeah. but it's just about honesty and being like hey I've got so much on and I have nothing left to give and I want to yeah. be at my best for you. Like yeah. I would rather hang out with a friend or record a podcast with you and I am firing and I'm 7.5 and not yeah. 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think it's just about being honest. I agree. I think honesty is is better. It but can I hurt. Do think, but yeah, it can. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, yeah, and I think it's hard. I feel like the hardest is when – you still miss them because I've found yeah. with friends that have chosen not to be friends with me, mm. the the pain comes back up more often than any ex I've ever like. I've had some really? exes that really have like fucked me up, but I to this day I reckon like I'm more sad about the friends that I've lost along the way. Yeah, just some of them. Like I've had I had another friend who also. We're not overseas <laughs> for a period. <laughs> um, not for as long though, like just for a few months. And again, I'm shit at I'm just so bad at communicating when people are not here. Mm. Um, and we lost touch. But then when she came back, I kept trying to catch up and she kept cancelling, flaky cancelling stuff. And mm. I did the same thing. I just went, I'm just gonna like leave the ball in her court then and see what happens. So I was like, Oh look, let me know when you're free next. Um, would love to see you. Nothing ever again. And that was so hard because she was a friend that I really enjoyed spending time with, you know, like one of those people Mm. that was really funny Mm -hmm. and we just had a lot of fun together and stuff. Um, In fact, a lot of pretty much all those friends that I mentioned losing touch with at some point or another, I've definitely like heard a song or something or like. Yeah, I was going to say it's like. And got sad. It's like those, it's like I sent you a photo today of. Bottle, it's very specific joke to us. <laughs> yeah. Bottle next to each other, Santa Vittoria, still and sparkling water that I saw at Harris Farm, <laughs> which if we had drifted apart, I would have probably started crying in the, yeah. <laughs> in the shop yeah. because it's just a reference and I'm not even going to explain it. There you go. It's just no, no one gets to understand that. It's a joke between us. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think 
I don't kind of just pine away for friends, but it, mm. it is. It's like a joke or like a a movie or an ad that comes on or like yeah. a song or it's just or like a, a pop culture reference. Yeah, and it's and just it, shit. Or, yeah, or like, yeah, a photo like served back to you on your phone or Facebook and you're like, yeah. oh, like a pang. I do yeah. get that. Especially the jokes, like yeah. I'll use their kind of mannerisms or like jokes that they started and yeah. like I've carried it on or the vocabulary or something and someone will be like oh my god I love that saying or whatever yeah and I'll say oh that was blah blah that was one of hers and then yeah. it's kind of like oh yeah they were fun and funny and we had a good time and it sucks and that's the thing like it's because I have definitely tried like I I, I think I, I have never tried sorry I've never tried to reform a friendship years later like all of those friends that left me I tried at the time Mm. and then it's kind of that's kind of been it um but I often think about it and then I think if you like if anybody out there has lost touch with a friend but you didn't Mm. have the conversation of why did this stop Mm. like you you didn't you don't you don't know for sure that, like, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't have like any it just conversation. Drifted. It yeah, just yeah. drifted. Reach mm. out to them because if you if you still feel sad about it, because I think it's such a shame in a way yeah. when a good friendship dies. And yeah. I and I guess like people have their reasons by all means. And if you reach out and you get ignored or whatever, yeah. then don't reach out again. <laughs> fine. Yeah, That's fine. You've got your answer. <laughs> but don't just let it die without having at least trying to have a conversation, I think, because it could be for the stupidest thing or it could be like literally the both of you are just playing like stalemate or whatever. And mm. I just think it's so – I think friendships bring so much joy to our lives in ways that a romantic relationship can't. I just love that with friendships, you know, the norm is obviously to have like a, a different friends that give different things to your life. Like you said, mm. you know, like you've got this friend who likes these things that you like and you've got this one that likes to go party or whatever. And I don't mm. know, sometimes I do, I do get quite sad about those friends that left me, but then also yeah, you have to go. Yeah, I think whenever I've felt sad, I've tried to remind myself of all of the friends I have now. Yes, who that deserve like your time out with me. Yes, yes, exactly. Those other people didn't deserve it, and you only have so much time to give. And yeah, that needs to go to the ones that put in an effort and are there for you. Yeah, like I think on one hand, if you miss a friend and you didn't have that combo, and mm. you didn't you just don't even know what the fuck went down you didn't try to find out, just, like, fuck it, just send them a text. But then at the same time, if it's a situation like all of my ones where you have kind of tried to find out, Mm. I think you just need to stop yourself and go, you know what, that was a really great period of my life Yeah, and now I'm also having a great period of my life and I have people here that are great. And, again, this is all very applicable to relationships, isn't it? So applicable. (laughs) Let's just edit all the friend references and say guy or girl. <laughs> and then do a whole other episode and just post yeah. it. <laughs> On your other podcast, Jeans and a Nice Top. There you go. <laughs> Ash can have the week off. And I'll be like, why does this person sound like Josie? <laughs> oh, but, yeah, look, if you've lost a friend um, and you have a story, tell us in the group. You're mm. doing great, sweetie, on facebook you just search it it comes up yep it comes up um give us a review on yeah oh for a please. while we review us that. on apple 
Yeah. If you use Apple, give us five stars only. We don't accept anything less than five stars. Yes. <laughs> don't give us four stars. I've said on Just our five. other podcast. Just five. <laughs> four really bothers me. I want to know why I didn't get that fifth star. Yeah. Leave a review. Tell a friend. If you still have any and I haven't all left you, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> um, share us anywhere to listen, you can. Share us around. Everywhere. We really appreciate it. Um, we really follow do. our Instagram account. We're putting yes. funny memes up there and reels and things. Oh, we've been having a great time on there, really. That will just brighten up your day. They don't always really have anything to do with anything. They're just funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so enjoy those. That's doing great, undersore, sweetie. It's in the show notes. It's in the show notes. In the show notes, guys, as always. And thanks for listening. Thank Um, you. We love you. We don't know you, but we love you. We're your friend. We're your friends. We're not going to ghost you. There you go. We'll be around. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.